Christian Heritage Ministry, in cooperation with Fuller Seminary, proudly presents the Old Fashioned Revival Hour, a broadcast of the Gospel with Dr. Charles E. visible audience here at Long Beach today, and I know you're just ready to sing out heavenly sunshine to the nations of earth. And as you sing through the first time, turn around and shake hands with as many as possible. All together, really lift it up. Heavenly That's it. Give everybody a good handshake. Sorry you're not with us. Bring the audience Once more and really lift it up on heavenly sunshine. Thank you so much and be seated, please. Now the quartet will sing just a little talk with Jesus. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It made my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our famous cry. And he will answer by and by. When you feel 
sweep the sun that saved a wretch like me. on the broadcast you hear from Mrs. Fuller on the letters. Very sorry that she's not able to be with me today, but yesterday afternoon I had an infected throat. She's hardly able to speak above a whisper. I want you to pray for her. She'd love to be here and not only greet the visible audience, but greet the great radio audience out across the nation. And Lord willing, she'll be with us next Lord's Day. So, choir, go right ahead on the fire song. Piano solo, isn't it? Fine. Go ahead, Rudy and George with the duet.
once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It made my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus, let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry, and he will answer by and by. beloved Son, seated at thy right hand today, bearing the marks of Calvary, the wounded side and the pierced hands and feet, our representative in the glory, who left the glory centuries ago to come down to this earth, born of a virgin, taking upon himself the form of sinful flesh, was tested in all points, like as we are yet without sin. And when he saw the multitude, he had compassion. He spoke peace to troubled souls and to troubled waters. He healed the brokenhearted. He forgave sins. And we thank thee that he can be touched right now with the feeling of our weaknesses and infirmities. And to the souls that are in darkness, tossed to and fro, and tossed about, no peace like the troubled sea casting up mire and dirt, may they humbly kneel at his feet today, and may they have the assurance that the blood of Jesus Christ, thy beloved Son, cleanses from all sin. And to those that are upon beds of sickness today, without touch the bodies, Put thy healing hand upon those that need healing, and then to the hearts that need rest and comfort and encouragement, may the peace of God which passes all understanding garrison their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And now, Father, in the closing days of this Gentile age, we're so near the Lord's return. May we occupy till Jesus come, be steadfast, unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. And above all, may we be good witnesses, letting the light so shine that men seeing our good works may glorify our Father which is in heaven. And above all, may we snatch the brands from the fiery furnace of sin to the saving knowledge of Christ. And may many be saved today, for we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. And now, another hymn by the quartet, a lovely old favorite, He's the One. Verses of number 137, especially after that lovely number by the chorus choir, Footprints of Jesus, how fitting to sing, There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one, no, not one. None else could heal all our soul's diseases. No, not one. This is a song that goes right to our hearts, and we're singing for... For those that are upon life's pathway that are a little bit discouraged going through hard trials and tribulations, there's not a friend 
like the lowly Jesus. Let's just sing, sing in the Spirit and with a prayer upon your lips, all together. just the ladies of the visible audience, alto and soprano, to sing that chorus. Bring out the parts and, and we men will hum in the background. Sing it to those lonely hearts, will you?
to the Old Fashioned Revival Hour with Dr. Charles E. Fuller. His message today is titled, Stand Fast in the Faith. Open your Bibles to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 16, as we rejoin the broadcast. I'll provide additional information after Dr. Fuller's message. Open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians, the 16th chapter, verse 13. Speaking very briefly today on stand fast in the faith. In the recent Republican convention held at Chicago, one of the invocation speakers prayed a very earnest, sincere, fervent prayer. He prayed for God to give us men in these troubled, confused days, strong men, upright men, men of strong courage, men with deep convictions, men of integrity, honest in their dealings, men who would put their country's need above the level of petty personal needs. And he closed his earnest prayer with these words, God, give us men. If it is true, and it is true that we need men real men in the affairs of our nation politically, how much more we need, yea, how God needs men, real men in the realm of the spiritual. In these days referred to in God's Word 
As the last days, we find ourselves in perilous times. Selfishness is abroad. Men are lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers. That there is a spirit of lawlessness abroad in that children are disobedient to parents. And men lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And some without natural affection. How we need men, real men. In the early days of the church, Paul, the aged apostle, set out a clear call for men. He saw the great need for men to stand in the gap. For even then some were departing from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. And as the day of the Lord approaches, watch the increase of demonism. Want to warn you, Paul warned the church that the time would come when the professed followers of the Lord would not endure sound doctrine, but heap to themselves false teachers, teachers who would deny the Lord who had bought them by the shedding of his precious blood. And so we read in 1 Corinthians 16:13. listen carefully, watch ye Stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Here we have the counsel of a brave warrior, experienced and weather-beaten, writing to the young and comparatively untried recruits at Corinth. And Paul is addressing a little company of Christian soldiers at Corinth. And Corinth in Paul's day, though a thriving, prosperous city, was a very wicked city, a city known far and wide for its great luxury. The moral fiber was at a very low ebb and greatly depraved, beyond words to describe. And in the midst of such conditions, a little band of Christian recruits had been banded together, forming the church at Corinth. Not only did the believers live in a wicked city, a city depraved morally, but as we read the Corinthian letters, we find that the church itself at Corinth was torn with internal divisions honeycombed with deadly heresies, defiled by gross immorality and sensuality. Many of the members of the church at Corinth were of lowly origin, that is, in the eyes of the world. And you'll note in 1 Corinthians 1.26, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world and the things which are despised. Hath God chosen, yea, the things which are not to bring to naught the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And this little group banded together, forming the church at Corinth, 
at Corinth were mostly made up of the working class slaves or the common people just like you and I are. To such a group, the Apostle Paul sends this challenging letter, sounding forth a rousing bugle call. Watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. And brethren, I've been laboring for nearly 35 years, 27 and a half on the radio, and I tell you I've seen the days becoming darker and darker. It's nighttime and the night is far spent. I believe with all my heart that the time is short, that the coming of the Lord is near. And the clear bugle call goes out today for men, real men, men of great courage in the realm of the spiritual, not the wishy-washy, spaghetti-like backbone type. We need men who will watch, stand fast in the faith, and be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Now, just briefly on this 1 Corinthians 16, uh, 13, three points. First of all, watch ye. These words literally mean, and I can put them in another way, and I believe bring the truth out a little more clearly, keep awake, for it is high time, Paul writes in the Roman epistle, to awake out of sleep. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in strife and envying. Let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet the hope of salvation. Why keep away? Two things. Two reasons, rather. First Peter 5, 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And Satan is a real personage. He's here in the realm of the spiritual. Blinding the eyes of the unsaved, lest the light of the glorious gospel shine in and they be saved. The reason some of you are not saved is because your eyes are blinded. You can't see the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit. And so Satan is going about as a roaring lion. Second, Second Corinthians 11:14, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. For what purpose? to deceive, to counterfeit, to lead astray. And on all sides we find the bloodless religious cults, the religious systems satanically inspired, denying Christ manifest in the flesh, denying His virgin birth, denying His atoning substitutionary sacrifice, denying His bodily resurrection from among the dead, denying His second coming. And many are led astray and go into these false religions out of untaught churches. And so God says, keep away, fellow believer, 
by the radio, by printed page, Satan is flooding the world with false light, saying to the multitude, This is the way that seemeth right unto men, but the end thereof, God says, is death. And I say to you that every bloodless system that's in force today is out of the pit and satanically inspired and belongs to the devil himself. So, in First John, the fourth chapter, we find these words. Will you listen carefully? Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Put them to the test, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Here it is. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that he should come, and even now already is in the world. Try the spirits, and before you are led astray by some smooth, uh, tickling words that tickle the ears, put it to a test. Do they believe in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus, cleansing from all sin? God's Son, the Son of God, manifest in the flesh. And so, watch out. Keep awake. Satan has laid his snares, his hidden traps, his landmines, and we need to be on our guard. Be a watchman upon the wall, quick to detect the movements of the enemy of our souls, quick to warn, quick to rebuke, quick to exhort, quick to protect the babes in Christ, and to endure hardness. Watch ye. Keep awake. For at such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man will come. Second, Notice the wording. Stand fast in what? In the faith. Now God's Word says that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Literally, stand fast, stand true, be unmovable as to the Word of God. For faith, the Word of God, is the foundation of things hoped for. And don't be like those in Ephesians 14 where it speaks of the children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine and by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Do you realize that 95% just generally speaking of the recruits of these false cults, bloodless cults, comes from the professed church? Think it over Fellow pastor, you better get busy and preach the Word if you're not already doing so. And so the Word goes on to say in Colossians, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Oh, God, give us men. Like trees planted, not just set out as an ornament, but planted, deep-rooted, with their roots down by the rivers of water. Their leaf shall never wither, 
And whatsoever doeth shall prosper. And when persecution comes, and it will come, stand fast. When trials and tribulations come, stand fast. When sin abounds on all sides, abhor that which is evil, stand fast. When the enemy comes in like a flood, and all around seems to be popular to follow the bloodless system, stand fast. And when men through philosophy and pain deceit, men who are heady, high-minded, with much learning, trying to undermine you, who in many cases deny the word, stand fast. Listen to Paul in the 20th chapter of Acts, beginning at the 28th verse, when he spoke to the Ephesian elders. He said, Listen, elders, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Spirit hath given you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. For this, for I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, and not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years, I ceased not to warn every one of you night and day with tears. God give us preachers with tears that can cry over the lost condition of souls and over the low condition of professed members. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them but you're sanctified. God needs men. Watch. Stand fast in the faith once delivered unto the saints. Stand fast in the atoning sacrifice as the only and one basis of reconciliation. Stand fast in the fact of the bodily resurrection of Christ from among the dead. Stand fast and preach the blessed hope, the soon coming of Christ. Now listen. In conclusion, 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Quit you like men. Be strong. What does it mean? I can put it in three words. Will you be quiet before Him and everyone, nobody stirring, please. Quit you like men. Be strong. What does it mean? Listen. Play the man. These are dark days. Men's hearts failing with fear. God, give us men that will play the men part of it. So John says, I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. In the twelfth chapter of Revelation, chapter 6 to 19, giving us a picture of the tribulation, Days and the great tribulation. We're finding that during that coming awful time when Antichrist will be upon the throne of the world, no man able to buy or sell, save he have the mark of the beast. Some are going to refuse the mark. Well, listen, something will happen to them. 
And here in the 11th verse of Revelation 12, we have the outcomers from the tribulation period. And how did they come out? They overcame Him, Satan and all of His hosts, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. They played as men. Satanic forces are increasing. Satan is about to put his Antichrist, the beast of revelation, upon the throne of the world. And I've said it before, I'm not minimizing it. Some of us, if we're living in those closing end days, may seal our testimony with our lives. God help us to be men and face the enemy and glory in the blood of Jesus Christ, enduring hardness as a good soldier. And to you who are outside of Christ, listen to me. Play the man. Be men of courage. You know you're lost. You know that you're a sinner. You know that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Play the man. and Be willing to confess that you need Christ. For the blood of Jesus Christ is the only cleanser from sin. And to as many as receive Him, Christ, to those that receive Him, God gives the power to become the sons of God, even to those that believe on His name. Fathers, play the man. Don't let the wife do the work in the home. Come on. Play the man. Watch ye. Stand past in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. You're mighty brave when it comes to politics. But when it comes to the greatest question, what think ye of Christ? You're a coward. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Friend outside of Christ in the radio audience, without hope and without God and without Christ, dead in trespasses and sin, walking according to the course of this age, fulfilling the desires of the mind and the flesh, and by nature a child of wrath, will you kneel in God's presence and look up into his face and say, Father, be merciful to me, a sinner. Save me for Christ's sake. Wherever you're listening to the broadcast of the old-fashioned revival hour across the nations, in the jungles, ships at sea, in the plains, in the cars, in the hospitals, in the neglected places, I beseech you to be reconciled to God through Christ. Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. While our heads are bowed in this splendid, visible audience today, quickly we're bringing it to a close. How many will quickly put their hands up and say, Brother Fuller, pray for me. I need Christ as my personal Savior. God bless you. Put your hand up and say, pray for me. And confess that you need Christ as your personal Savior. Is there another one here on the lower floor of the auditorium? Put up here. God bless you. Come now. God's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Are there any others here on the lower floor that put their hand? God bless you. God bless you, girlie. Is there another one here? God bless you. 
Up in the balconies to my right, anyone up there, put your hand up and say, pray for me. God's not willing that you should perish. God bless you, two sailor lads. In the balconies to the rear, put your hand up and say, pray for me. Anyone up there? The balconies to my left. God bless you, God bless you. I'll have to close and continue the altar service after we leave the air. This is Charles E. Fuller bidding you goodbye and God's richest blessing upon you.